just remember if you're going to do it like the only way it works is if you keep doing it and then you build relationships with whomever you're meeting as a result of that those efforts welcome to the realtors conspiracy podcast where we are dedicated to unraveling the secrets to real estate success I'm your host, Maud Léger, and each week we bring you insights from top realtors, entrepreneurs, and innovators, sharing their success stories, mindset, processes, motivations, and the key to their success. Join us every Monday for a new episode and discover how to crack the code to success and take your real estate business to the next level. Don't miss out on the opportunity to unlock your potential. This week, I'm speaking with John Merrill from Century 21, and today's chat is all about value. John is a master at networking and truly shines in community involvement, always ready to share his knowledge and add value to those around him. He's here today to inspire us with his approach to making meaningful connections and add value to them. Let's get to my chat with John. This podcast is sponsored by Sold Right Away, the experts in real estate marketing. You work hard selling real estate, we work hard selling you. From listings to branding, Sold Right Away has you covered. For all your real estate marketing needs, visit soldrightaway.com. Hi, John. Thanks for joining me on the episode today. Tell us what is the key to your success? Well, thanks for having me, Maud. Um, I would say the, uh, the key to my success has been perseverance. Uh, professionalism, um, providing quality information for my clients uh, in a timely manner. But, but above all that, um, you know, I think there's there's a there's a saying in real estate: location, location, location. And, and I think uh, you know, in real estate, you have to be constantly meeting new people. And so, networking, networking, networking has really been kind of the name of my game the last few years. Uh, well, last several years, frankly. Yeah. And but that's worked very well. I mean, most of my business comes pretty much almost exclusively from people I know or referrals from people I know. And uh, it's worked well. Yeah. How did you build that network? Where did you start or how did you put yourself out there? Uh, well, I, I think you got to get involved. Um, so your community is a great spot to start. Um, and, and really, I don't think there's any right or wrong way to do it. It just uh, I think the key is it has to be something that you're interested in or you're not going to do it. Um, I remember when I first started in real estate, the uh, somebody had said about getting involved and I thought, well, that, you know, that makes sense. And and they told me, well, just remember, if you're going to do it, like the only way it works is if you keep doing it and then you build relationships with whomever you're meeting as a result of that e those efforts. If it's not something you're really passionate about or interested in, chances are you're not going to go as often or not be as involved um, or maybe you'll just kind of give up on it after some period of time. Um, you know, so whatever it is, I mean, I've, I've got a colleague, for example, who who uh, plays hockey, uh, old timers hockey, I guess it is. Uh, and, and he tells me that that works for him. Every year he does business for guys on his team. Yeah, that's and, cool. and they refer him elsewhere. So it, it doesn't have to be some professional networking organization. It's just whatever you're interested in. Make sure they know who you are, what you do. Don't jam it down their throats. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, cards every time you walk in. Uh, yeah, just be natural, and when they have questions, you might be the guy they ask. Yeah, I love that. It's a little bit two part networking, but also you said providing information. So you're right. there; they're relying on you to know what's going on on the market. You're keeping up to date. That these are two important points. 
Absolutely. You know, I, I, I've been involved in a number of things from ski clubs to local volunteer organizations and whatnot. I'm a, a board member for Dundas Community Services, uh, a vice president of uh, Rotary Club of Dundas Valley Sunrise, um, also a member of the Oakville Lions Club. And I do a lot of things with each of those organizations. And, you know, each of those organizations have built great relationships. I can think of one guy in particular, every time I see him, he wants to talk about the houses for sale in his neighborhood. So I know before I see him to make sure I'm prepared because he's going to know he's going to ask me about his neighbor's house. And, and so, you know, it, it, it's uh, over time. And then this is what I talked about earlier, about you know, the being a trusted resource, uh, it, it only happens once you've built that relationship and that doesn't happen overnight. So, you know, being yourself, being genuine um, and, and, and providing valuable information if and when asked, uh, you know, it, it helps helps foster that trusted re, you know resource uh, relationship that you may have with them. Yeah, very cool. What would you say is one thing that you've learned that is your non-negotiable in your business? Something you must do to be successful? Um, I, I think you always have to be learning. I think you always whether that's taking courses or just making sure you're you're paying attention each and every day when new listings come up. You you know you, maybe you go preview them if you think there there might be a client that you have who's interested. Um, you know, running the stats regularly. Um, you know, you you have to be able to speak relatively intelligently and confidently whenever you're asked. And I mean. I don't know how many times in a week I get asked, you know, how's the market? And and they might not be looking for an overly technical answer with tons of stats and data. They just kind of want to know generally what's happening. And and sure, it's easy to speak to that, but it's always nice to be able to throw in one or two little details that might be a little more technical or maybe a little bit more data oriented. Nothing nothing dramatic, but but it helps. Yeah. And then they go, really, I didn't know that, or you know they. Like now you've provided something that that's intriguing such that, you know, you, you keep getting those questions yeah. and, and when, if, and when the time arises that they're thinking of selling downsizing or whatever they're doing, um, you know, they remember you were the one that, that, that always seemed to have the answers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's the oh. agents who always say it's a great time to buy or sell at all times. Or there's the agent like you that will say yes, but, or yes, and, or more right. details that way. Yeah, I, you know, I, most people, no matter what, no matter what you're doing, whether it's, you know, my career in real estate or, or whatever business you may be in, I, I, at the end of the day, there's probably a sales component. And, and with that comes trust. And you only get that by, by either having the answers confidently or, um, you know, for the odd time where you don't have it, you know, you, you, you make the promise that, you know what, let me get back to you on that and get back to them within the time frame you said you would do it. And you, know, they, like, you don't lose any credibility in that, in that respect. In fact, that now they, they look at that positively because you, you went out and did some more homework on their behalf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. So, That's so cool. It's, very, mm-hmm. it's like building that trust you talked about. Yeah, I, you know, I follow it up with most of my clients uh, and, and those in my network uh, receive my my month newsletter, which is a um, those two versions. One's kind of more generic and one one is uh, a monthly update. Uh, we do send them out print uh, in some cases, but but that e-newsletter 
provides detailed information specific to their neighborhood. So not just a general view of all of Burlington or Oakville or Hamilton or whatever. It's, yeah. it's their neighborhood. So Aldershot or whatever it might be. That's right. And so when they get that newsletter, they don't just delete it. Like they actually look at it because chances are it's it's more relevant to them. It should be. It's, it's their community. It's yeah. what's happening on their street, around the corner and, and whatever. And and through that, we're able to provide uh, not only just stats, but but also uh, you know a list of homes that have sold. So now they know what their neighbor got. And mm. I think, well, geez, my house is nicer than that one. Or, well, that one's a bit better. But so like now they've got a kind of a reference point for what theirs might be worth. And it, that inevitably spurs conversations along those lines. So the phone rings and, hey, can, I got your newsletter, but um, what does this mean for me? Yeah. And uh, and so, it, you know, again, providing valuable information that that's specific to them. The, the challenge, of course, is, you know, people see headlines in the news and the media and, you know, every month you'll see, you know, articles around what's happening and more of a global view, right? Like all of the GTA or all of Ontario. It's not that it's bad data. It just doesn't drill down to you and your community and your neighborhood. And, you know, I, even within one city, you know, let's just, I don't know, what's a good example? Let's say Oakville, there's roughly 15 neighborhoods. You might have... Uh, let's say, well, any given month, the, the community's up, or, or well, no, we'll say the community's down, uh, I don't know, 4% in average sale price. Well, are all 15 neighborhoods down 4%? No. You might, have, you might have 10 of them actually up <laughs> a couple points, where, but, but the other five are down, and, and maybe because of one or two really big high-ticket houses that shift, that skewed the average a little bit. So like you just don't get the same context when you're looking at a global view. And, and for that reason, I, you know, it's more work. Don't get me wrong. It's a lot more work to send out <laughs> specific information, but, but if, you know, what good is information that they don't use or don't believe is relevant to them? It's no yeah. good. Yeah. So, you know, by doing that extra work and providing information that's actually valuable to them in a contextual manner, um, it seems to, result in, in greater success in terms of number of contacts and, and communications I have with clients. Mm -hmm. I love it. That's a great way to know if it's successful is when people come back and say, what does that mean for me? And start a mm -hmm. conversation there. So I think that's uh, definitely key. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's, and sometimes it's just, you know, when I see them, Hey, I love getting that email or love getting that letter in the mail. Um, I, I get comments like that all the time. Nice. So, I, so I know they're looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> <It's just good. laughs> nice. That's a plus too. How do you win more listings? What do you have to do to when you're sitting at the kitchen table to win versus other realtors? Uh, you know, you got to be relatable, um, and, and you have to have done a bit of homework in advance. Uh, in, in my case, as I said earlier, most of my business does come from people I know or uh, people that have been referred to me by people I know. Um, you know, so a referral from somebody that that knows, likes, and trusts you is is going to go a lot further than kind of a cold uh, cold call or whatever you want to call it. Um, so, you know, in in some regards, that you know, you might be already a leg up in some ways, but you have to back that up. You can't take it for granted. <laughs> so, <laughs> you still have to make sure that you know everything is is pertinent to them. Um, again, really good information that that really drills down on you know their property, their street, their neighborhood. Yeah. Um, 
you know, really good comparables wherever possible. And uh, yeah, it, it, you know, <laughs> it seems to work. Um, professional materials, there's no question. Um, I, I like to show examples of past listings, um, not only print materials and the listing and the sales, you know, of course, the sold result is always important. How did we do? Um, but, you know, in terms of uh, social media presence, um, you know, stats from Facebook ads, things like that, talking about the eyeballs that we're getting on on an activity, showings, um, you know, all, all of that kind of stuff helps. Uh, and, and people like to see, you know, people are very visual. They have short attention spans. So, you know, like how hard is it to just show a past 30-second uh, or one-minute video from, from Instagram of a past listing and, and then talk about the results we got on that listing? Uh, it... it uh, I, it, it resonates nicely. Like they, they like it. Yeah. It's my, it's my, um, you know, from there, we just kind of, you kind of shift gears and talk about, well, next steps, what, you know, when are we, when are we going live? What has to be done? The, the to-do list is huge. Mm -hmm. um, hopefully the list itself isn't too huge, but sometimes they are. <laughs> and, and then you build a plan around how do we, how do we get them where they need to be? And that, uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, that's, they, they feel you want you want to leave that meeting uh, with that potential new client with them feeling confident and and if they feel confident and comfortable chances are you're going to get that listing and 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 um, you'll be on to the next steps and and the result if if your plan works as it should you you'll achieve the results if not exceed them that that they were hoping for. Very cool. It's a very process-driven, nurturing data. Uh, yeah, adding value. The whole process is clear, and then it gets yeah, it is. It is. Um, you know, I, I, I always, and I said it earlier in, in this chat. You know, confidence is is something that you have to have, but you want them to come away from your meeting feeling confident as well. Yeah. Uh, and you know, if if if, if they're uncertain. If they have more questions or they leave that meetings with more questions than they started, you're probably not getting that listing. Oh, so, you, you know, you kind of have to be like, you know, where, where do we need to be at the end of this meeting so that we can all move forward in a positive manner? And, and if, if, if I leave that meeting and they still have questions, chances are I haven't, I haven't done my job. Wow. Wow. Very cool. So, yeah. you know, just got to be prepared and make sure you can <laughs> make sure you can get them the answers they need. Yeah. I love it. Very cool. We are ready for the rapid fire question section of the podcast. Are you ready? I think so. Let's go. Okay. What's your most effective social media platform? For me, I think it's Instagram uh, because I have a fairly decent following and I'm most active on it. So I spend more energy and effort uh, on Instagram. Uh, that's not to discount Facebook. Facebook uh, ads do do fairly well. You get you get a lot of exposure if if they're constructed properly. Um, I think others might give you a different answer, and they might say TikTok. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm not very active on TikTok myself, but uh, you know, from what I understand from some research I've done in the last little while, uh, that the average age of a TikTok user is is older than we think. It's not just kids doing dance videos. Yes. <laughs> um, it's grown adult doing dance videos. No. 
Um, no, I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I haven't been very active on that though. I, I'm, I think it probably is very effective for some, for me, more Instagram uh, followed by Facebook. Yeah. Very cool. What's your advice for new realtors? Uh, great question. Actually, we just had our holiday party, uh, for the brokerage last week and there were several new realtors who were there. Some of them had hosted open houses for me in the last few months. And, uh, so they, you know, we knew each other a little bit and, and it was an opportunity for us to all sit together and talk about, um, you know, how they can kind of get their career going. And, and the advice I gave them was, uh, get involved, which is what we talked about earlier, get involved, get to know people in your community, you know, you you can't be a secret agent. I know that's super cliche, mm -hmm. but you know, it, it's a, it's really real estate's a very much a, a, a relationship based business. And if you're not, um, if you're not out building relationships, I think you're going to struggle. Yeah. Um, Love it. There's no way around that. I, I mean, a lot for a lot of realtors, frankly, many of their first deals are family and friends. So of course they have those relationships, but when those initial deals you know, like when, when those are done, well, where's the rest of the business coming from? You got to keep meeting new people. Nice. Which is interesting because the next question is, what is your top income generating activity? So with that Bob, income generating activity, I, I'm going to have to go back to getting involved. I, I told you already in this chat about uh, the organizations I'm involved in. Yeah. Uh, I, I think just about every organization I've ever been involved in, in some capacity, it has resulted in some business. And uh, beyond that, those people become clients or friends, even in some cases. And, and, you know, they refer you out. So, you know, networking and referrals. Love it. Which non-income generating activities should realtors drop? Um, that's a tough one. I, I, uh, I, you know, there, there's an entire industry out there dedicated to, um, marketing to realtors, you know, lead generation systems and so on. And, you know, and not a day goes by where I don't get a call from somebody trying to sell me something. And, you know, of course it gets a bit irritating after a while, but um, that being said, there are things that realtors will pay for. Uh, and I don't know that they're all worthwhile expenses. Um, it's a very expensive industry. That's one thing I think a lot of people outside the business don't realize. Uh, very, very expensive business. Um, and, and so, you know, managing your expenses is key. And, and I think, you know, you really have to kind of do a deep dive on anything you engage in, in terms of uh, your spend. Um, is it actually going to pay off? And, and if, it, if after some period of time, it, it isn't, you got to drop that out, you know, yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't run ads on on buses, but maybe for some the buses work. I'm pretty skeptical on that personally. But you know, it, it, but they're huge. To wrap an entire bus, you're looking at like sixty, seventy grand a year. Yeah, it's crazy. The budgets are huge. Love it. Yeah. Where do you get your key industry resources in terms of books or author? Where do you look for? Um, I, I follow a number of people on social media uh, who I think provide good information, um, other realtors in some cases, uh, people who I think are successful and who, who I like what they're doing out in, in their communities. Uh, I, I, to me, that's the most valuable. I, I, like, I like to collaborate with a number of realtors, uh, including a couple in my office who I not only chat with frequently, but even work with. Um, for me, that's the most valuable because it's it's 
usually is, is close to your your network um, in terms of your sorry I should say close close to your uh, your community yeah. and where you work and, yeah. and so it's relevant you know I mean yes I do follow people in other communities in other countries for that matter um, but but they operate in different markets different rules different regulations you know it, it might not be as relevant but mm-hmm. that that's what I like to do I like to, I like to see what people are doing talk to them about it see what's working what isn't working and I love it. Very cool. And what's the best advice you've ever received? Uh, best advice I've ever received. Um, I'm going to say, uh, there's an old saying, he who hesitates is lost. Oh, wow. Okay. And sometimes you uh, you got to make haste. If you, if you stop, think about things too long, the opportunity might have passed. So right. in this business, you know, usually I think that that adage might play uh, most closely to to leads. Yeah. And if you don't uh, if you don't call them quickly enough, if you don't get them the information they're looking for quick enough, um, you may have missed the boat on that one. Love it. Very cool. Pull the trigger, follow up, follow through. Yeah. Yeah. You got to you got to be quick. Everyone has their own definition of success. What is you? How do you define define success? Well, I, I think everybody um, probably, whether or not they would admit to it or not, uh, a financial component is key. Yeah. Um, and for me, it's more of a balance. So it's it's yeah, like I, I'm not going to say you know just loving my job and and that's good enough. Um, yes, I, I I need to be successful enough to pay my mortgage and all that kind of stuff, right? So. So there is that, but but at the same time, I think success is balance in my personal life as well. Being able to travel and spend time with my wife, um, you know, that's really important to me. And uh, and then the flip side as well is the other side of the equation in a transaction. It's not just the realtors; it's the people involved. Uh, so my buyer, seller, and seller clients, making sure that I've I've achieved their goals. Um, you know, there's, there's very few things I think more satisfying in real estate than helping somebody, uh, you know, buy their dream home or, or what was perfect for them at that time in their lives. And, you know, they're thrilled. They just, they just got the house and they're moving in and buying new furniture and planning where the Christmas tree is going. And, you know, it's, it's an exciting time. And so to be involved in that is, is quite rewarding. Yeah. I love it. That's so cool. It's a strong answer. It's perfect. (laughs) And uh, where do we find you? What's your Instagram handle? Where do we learn more about you? And yeah, uh, johnmerrill.ca is my webpage. Instagram is the social platform where you will find me most yeah. commonly. And that is Ask John Real Estate with an underscore between Ask John and Real Estate. Um, yeah, that's, that's the best way to find me. And of course, phone or text as well. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of this. Super helpful for other realtors, but also for homeowners to try to know more about you and who you are and how you help them and service them. Appreciate it. Thanks for the chance to be on here. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, make every action count. Reflect on the insights from today's episode. Ask yourself which strategies and actions can you implement to grow your business and win more listings. Your growth journey begins with a single step. What will yours be? If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and help spread the word. 
Together, we can inspire and empower a community of realtors to crack the code to real estate success. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Realtors Conspiracy. Stay motivated and see you next week.